Right. So, hello, hello, guys, and welcome to Watch This Space, the the Young Horologist podcast. Um, hitting you with another episode back to back after the hopefully success of the Mister Jones episode, uh, which I have to say was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, really enjoyed ourselves. I am joined as ever by my good friend Mister Callum Moore. How are you? Hello. Yes, all is well. I'm uh, I'm enjoying this momentum that we that we're producing. We're we're firing on all cylinders here. Just, just yeah, relentless, relentless podcasting. Just we, we we just can't be stopped, mate. We're just we're on a roll. Yeah. Steam and train. we are we are Steam also, locomotive. Exactly, mate. Exactly. We are also joined by a a another guest. We're not we're not just messing around. We've gone Crispin, and now we've got our very good friend Tom on the podcast. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm a podcast virgin. So this is my first. Uh, First kind of trip. I can't wait to break your podcast home. <laughs> the millennial uh, pastime. <laughs> yeah, so it's quite good fun. Exciting. Coming on should be. Uh, I think we're going to do a bit of. We, we, we've got some. We've got some loose topics, but in the spirit of this podcast, it's nothing too professional or scripted. We're just going to sort of. Yeah, chat it. and see what happens. I think we should probably give a little bit of background that Tom isn't just a random bloke. Yeah, the street. yeah, I'm not. He is. He is actually. That is. That is yes. We. We. Do you, do you want to? Do you, you want to take the lead on that one? That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. It's just. Hello. This is Tom. Yeah. He's like. He's like. Oh, my friend. Tom. I met like, Tom in the queue in Tesco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks, he looks yeah. like he might be good in the podcast. No. Yeah. Um, do you want to? He has a strong a beard. Of, do you want to give a bit of context on that one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, well, I, I'll shall I introduce myself. Is that probably the easiest way? No? Yes. Yeah. Okay, why cool. not? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I work with watches uh, for uh, a company all of you have heard of, but let's not go into that. Um, <laughs> and uh, are you not allowed to even say the company well, name? I don't, I don't know if it's that, but I think um, I don't know. I just want to step on people's toes, just in case. Sure. Okay. Because uh, actually, no, Yeah, I work for. And if it turns out after the after recording this that you can't say who it is, I'll just bleep. Yeah, out yeah, ble- please, that'd be, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah save, save my job. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I work, I work in, uh, in sales, and there's a bit of purchasing and stuff there. So basically, I'm, you know, I ended up going going to work for them because I write was writing about watches and interviewing uh, sort of people about their kind of watch. Just wanted to get a bit more hands-on with them. I've been there for nearly a year, so it's yeah, it's good fun. Um, and yeah, of course, we we know each other kind of through Red Bar, but then Felix, I don't know, we met once when we were like children. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, apart from that, but yeah, so um, good stuff. Well, yeah. we'll um, we'll, we'll we'll leave from that straight into the customary wristwatch check. And Tom, why don't you mm. why don't you start us off? What have you got on? Well, you know, I'm not actually wearing anything right now. There's a um, oh, Jesus know, Christ, the hell. <laughs> Well, I'm, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a watch on the desk in front of me, uh, which um, is telling me the time. But it's it's an old Oris. Um, it's, it's funny. It almost looks like a white dial explorer. It's from like the uh, early 80s. It's quite cool. Um, but yeah, it's manual. Oh, it's, cool. it's, it's tiny as well. It's like 33 millimeters or something. But uh, nice. Oh, nice. it's, good. it's nice. good fun. So yeah, it's not like I'm not wearing a watch, but it's just, you know, I'm hungover. It's on the desk. I've not put it on yet. <laughs> so yeah it's not physically attached to no, no 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 it's within reach but uh yeah so oris today. good enough good enough sounds sounds cool. good sounds good mr moore what about uh what about your good self i am actually um still in the dorenzo 
I uh, I think this is a really cool, really cool watch. Actually, I'm quite enjoying my time with it. I uh, I've travelled back up north to uh, see my family up here, and I brought with me my Saab and the Drenzo. Um, and yeah, I was I was out for sort of a birthday meal last night, and I was wearing the Drenzo, and I, don't know, I just think the whole the whole dial sort of execution, the way it's sort of the sector dial, and it's got different finishings. It all hits the light very nicely, and where my parents live is all very bloody flashy Cheshire, so everyone's wearing Rolex Hulks, basically. <laughs> and uh, I quite enjoyed uh, quite enjoyed my blue Dorenzo. So, yeah, it'll be, be sad to end my time with this, uh, with this piece, but I've definitely enjoyed it. Well, when are you giving it back? Yeah. Don't know, Felix. Uh, not sure. <laughs> not sure. We're, um, I think we, so we've got to pass them on to the clock bait, guys. Oh, right, okay, um, yeah. In I think end of next week or something. We haven't really organised it yet. I think it's fairly mm-hmm. flexible. So I think we're just going to try and milk it as long as we can Fair. because um, I, I'm also wearing a variation of the same. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. I've got the date model. Very good placement of a date window. I know that's something that a lot of watch brands um, fuck up to, yeah. you know, for want of a better phrase. But these guys have done uh-huh. it perfectly. It's just a little circular window above the six o'clock indice, and it's very subtle. Nice fotina on the hands. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's good fun. Good fun. How do you, um, have you sort of seen the loom? Um, I'm not going to lie. The loom is bloody good. Um, yeah, I, I, I quite enjoy it. I gave it a little test the other day, so I gave it the full full light treatment. Uh, and then, uh, then yeah, it did. Because obviously I'm single, so Valentine's Day wasn't anything special for me. So I was playing with the loom <laughs> on my watch. Um, <laughs> But it was, uh, it's good. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, I mean, it was good. Uh, so so was good. I, but I was with my girlfriend. She wasn't happy about it. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 right, actually, my, uh, strangely, yeah, I, I did actually get a new loop watch in the post yesterday. So, you know, I kind of got home. She, you know, put on a nice dress and so on. I went to the back room and started playing around with this new top. <laughs> Excellent. But, uh, yeah, Excellent. Valentine's Day of the watch nerd. <laughs> So what, wait, sorry, you got the Oris yesterday, did you say? No, 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 no. The the, the Oris is ancient, but I got I got a, a loom torch. You know the Vertex loom. Oh, loom torch. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, with you. Sorry. So yeah, Vert- I got one. I the Vertex, part. which was good fun. They're bloody good. I'm not sure how legal they are. Uh, it does say radiation on the side of the torch. So. Nice, nice. <laughs> but it's uh, it's good for looking That's at. Good. But, yeah. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff. So. I thought, um, and we've, we've spoken about this a little bit before, the um, Basel world is, mm-hmm. is coming up in theory if it doesn't get shut down by the old coronavirus. But oh, yeah. obviously, what? yeah, because that's Why the... Why coronavirus shut well, so, down? So that's the rumour at the moment. Well, there was, about this. Yeah, let me try and find it. There was an article on a famous watch publication whose name rhymes with Schmermaninke about, <laughs> if I can find it, about how the CEO of Baselworld, some German has coronavirus. Yeah, says that coronavirus has thrown it into, um, yeah, has thrown it into question as to whether it's going to go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Bulgari, that's why. So Bulgari recently announced that they were leaving, or they weren't going to be uh, yeah. at this year's show because of coronavirus. Yeah, so not too sure. It sounds it's, like an excuse at this point. Yeah, well, and just also, anything, just to get out of Basel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything to get out of Basel. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. Coronavirus. Sorry, guys. 
but, but then I, I think also for Bulgari, they were at that. Um, there was that LVMH like watch week thing in I mean, January, wasn't there? Was it in Singapore or something? Or yeah, somewhere yeah. like that. And I think they Bulgaria had said, "Well, actually, look, we released most of our new watches there anyway. So, what's Fuck the it. point in releasing yeah. them again at Basel?" Well, I was speaking to because um, Seiko Grand Seiko pulled out of it you know, um, a little while back, um, mm. and <clears throat> I saw them there last year. And you know, Rob um, yes, from Red yeah, Bar, yeah. Uh, we were chatting away, and he was just like, "You know, it's so bloody expensive to just to just to do it." And you know, it's a little bit different if you're Patek or Rolex or something like that. You know, but you know that's a lot of Seikos to pay for that booth for a week. You know, that's you know, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, you, know, we, you know, with a quarter of the money, we can just take you know our top twenty clients to Japan for a weekend. You know, yeah. and just, yeah. it's almost like you know, is it's not irrelevant now. It's still you know a big platform for it, but with the internet, you don't really need these exhibitions in the same. In the same way now. So. No, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, everyone's just jumping, jumping out the windows, getting away from the thing. Yeah, we will see. We will see. But so, uh, the, the, uh, uh, as we've had in previous years, we all know, people start to release what they think brands are going to be coming out with at Basel. So we've had some... I don't... Which are mostly bollocks, to be fair. They're never really on point. <laughs> no, apart from... Well, yeah, I mean, there are a couple every year that, that uh, are close or actually come to fruition. But yeah, for the most part, it's just people going, this is what I want to see. Hopefully they do it. But there have been actually, I was mm. looking at the Rolex ones. There's rumour that the Hulk is going to, as we know it, is in its current iteration, is going to get discontinued mm. sure. and replaced sure. by the Hulk on a Jubilee, like what happened with the GMT. Oh god. <laughs> it's it's a funny one, isn't it? It's like uh you know, I mean, if we if we if you kinda of look at it in like a timeline kind of thing, you know, they've they've got to redo the stub anyway. So yeah. I think, you know, it must have been like ten years since they've like changed really very much, you know, internally. Um two thousand twelve, wasn't it, really? Wasn't it twenty ten? Uh, was it twenty ten? For the new right. sub. Something Some, around that period. Yeah, something like that. But it's like um you know, and you've obviously got the 70th anniversary of the sub coming up in 2023. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, you know, they might just say fuck that and do the 75th, which is 2028. So I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they, um, you know, ditched the sub altogether, released a new reference, and didn't reintroduce a green sub till till then. So yeah, it's not a bad later. idea. Yeah, people people have been saying that they they might there might be. Or I, I think this is one of the ones that people want more than it actually is going to happen. But people have been saying. That maybe yeah. the case dimensions of the current sub, what was it one one four zero six zero or whatever? They that the, they might release a sub with an updated case size to mm-hmm. incorporate the, the new the new movement. There's a new Rolex movement. I can't remember exactly what it is that came out in the what the GMT Master, and people think that they might release a freehand version. Yeah. So there's what's it the um... 8585 oh, I can't remember. So three, 3285 I think in the new uh, in the new GMT references. But I basically I think all they've done really is just increase the barrel so you've got a bigger mainspring. Uh, so you, you know just a lot larger kind of power supply or power supply uh, <laughs> power reserve. <laughs> plug it in plug it in. Um, 
but yeah, it, I mean, yeah, they'll they'll have to they'll have to sort of increase the the power reserve on something like that. Yeah. Well, they're not going to go anything too risky with the design because it's Rolex and they don't take risks yeah. with design. Yeah, I don't think so. we're going to be seeing a Rolex P01, are we, or anything, anything mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I saw something about in um, the two ones I saw were an all gold Hulk mm. and an all gold uh, Daytona with the ceramic Ooh. bezel. Those are the well, two you, can, you can get the ceramic bezel on Daytona, but you can't get it on a bracelet. Currently. No, it comes on the Oyster Flex. Yeah, it's only yeah. on the Oyster Flex. Yeah. So I thought that would make sense if they did that. Because um, obviously you've got the old school, was it 6241, is it? The the old gold um, black ceramic bezel pre-dote, uh, non-Paul Newman Daytona. Which one? one. 6241. Yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. I, I can't remember if it was reference, but it's the all gold non-Paul Newman dial. Mm-hmm. And that's got a black ceramic okay. bezel. And if we're going in line with the fact that they basically recreated the old uh, non-Paul Newman dials with the sort of Panda and the old Black Summit one they did a few years ago, it kind of makes sense, they, but who knows? Well, who they, knows? Uh, well, they who keep knows? kind of hinting at stuff, don't they? Because they keep posting involved pictures of Daytona's on their Instagram. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I wonder it, if that's... Yeah. Uh... Well, I don't know. I suppose they, they do lots of it, but it's quite nice that they're kind of posting the old sort of pictures of these them um, incredible condition vintage Rolex. The other one that I think could actually yeah. have is um, White Dial Explorer. Oh, what? Oh, well, I can now be no doubt. Yeah, Explorer 1. Yeah. That's been rumoured for a while. And I could, I mean, I could see that. I think a 36 mil White Dial Explorer 1. Yeah. That's a cool watch. Yeah, because, well, they, I mean, like, there were like a couple of Albino, yeah. I think the nickname, like, the, Al- the Albino Albino Dial. Uh, explorers were like the really yeah. early references, you know, mm. like pre ten sixteen references. Were they oyster perpetuals though? I think there was a bit of both. There was there was most. I don't I don't want to use the word prototype dial because it's just basically thrown around when people just aren't sure what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so oh, yeah, totally <laughs> prototype. Um, but that's how I get yeah, away with most of my watch, watch chat. Yeah, um, but yeah, <laughs> probably <a> prototype. <laughs> Yeah, 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 something like that, a test style. Um, but yeah, I do remember seeing some pictures of just like a, it's almost just like a reversed uh, kind of dial type. And I think there are only like three of them. And John Goldberg has probably got all of them, you know. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. He's probably sitting there opening yeah, yeah. like cheese knives. Yeah, like... Him and Eric Captain yeah. just like throwing white dials at each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that's a cool... I think that could be a cool, uh, cool watch if they did that. That seems yeah. plausible. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what you've always got to do when you're trying to predict the Rolex off is you've got to think, what is the bare minimum like upgrade they can do to keep people excited without actually doing anything that yeah. different? So, prime example is they released the Yachtmaster uh, one in the Everest Gold with the Oyster yeah, Flex. That was really cool. And cool. the year after they went. Yeah, really cool. And then the next year they go, oh, what do you do? Oh, well, let's make it white gold and slightly bigger. Is it, and that, it's, it's, a beautiful, it's, it's an amazing case on the Yachtmaster 2 and white gold. Like, uh, oh, really? it's, it's big. It's big. It's big. I was playing around with one the other day. And they're wearing absolutely ton, unsurprisingly. But um, just the way yeah. the lugs are kind of cut and so on, it's like the older, um, you know, five-digit uh, subs and so on. But um, it doesn't have the yeah. same beveling. It's a bit, it's a bit sharper. I, I, I mean, like that's that's what I would put my money on 
in in terms of like a sub case. I I, I reckon they'll use like a derivative of that case for the new Sabrina. But yeah. As so what's the big yeah yeah because I mean like the ma the maxi case or the super case and the um sub is yeah. so big so yeah, chunky. chunky. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. I mean, even compared to a GMT, it's like you know, at, at the at the lug, yeah. full sort of lug width, if you will, not just in between. So, you know, it's so three or four millimeters bigger. Yeah, that could yeah. Look, so maybe that's maybe. what we're going to do then. The yeah, other thing I'd like to sorry, go on. I, God, I was going to say I um, I sent you Felix. I saw a guy at work who was weighing uh, the Daytona Oyster Flex and. I haven't actually seen it up close and personal until then. And it's it's so sexy. It's so thin. Mm. That was what really surprised me. I didn't realize how well, thin the, it was. The, and I swear it's thinner. Oh, yeah, the, the gold, mm -hmm. the all gold flex one, yeah. I swear it's thinner than the steel what, the case ones. Size? Oh, I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I swear I... Um, I don't, it, it could just be because maybe the, maybe, the yeah. strap, but I, I was playing with it. And it just felt... Because I've, I've, I've played with the steel one. Mm -hmm. Strongly as well, but it's um, it I don't know, it just felt a lot, yeah. a lot sleeker and a lot thinner, like the old school the, sort of Daytona spot. It's uh, I yeah, well, remember. I know the ceramic bezel like really sort of flattens it out a bit. Like I, I don't know what it is. I just, you know, I'm probably going to sound like a, I don't know, for saying this, something for saying this, but I don't, I don't, I don't like steel bezel Daytonas. I don't like them. <laughs> I like all like the the metal well, bezel. The, the famous. The famous Zenith Zenith movement. Uh, what, like the one, uh, the one six five twenty or one six. Yeah, yeah. Nah, the Zenith don't yeah. do it for me. Like even, um, uh, I, I like the black acrylic dials on the old like um, uh, six two four ones mm. and six two six threes and stuff like that. Um, maybe a six two three nine with the steel bezel kind of get away with it, but yeah. Publishers. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they, do they even make a steel bezel? Well, not a steel bezel, but you know, like a non-ceramic or acrylic one, just like that. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so. No, I think I think they I think they only do the um, ceramic bezel. The yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah, that's why I was excited. I thought they just, and that's why the price of the old steel bezel ones was going through the roof. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I've got a right. funny feeling but, that they. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't produce a steel bezel one at the moment. It's just ceramic. I think they stopped doing that yeah. when, in like 2017, I think, or maybe a bit earlier. Yeah. Or 2015. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So can I just, on, on this topic, just a little funny side note. The, um, I went to school with the guy who runs boohoo.com <laughs> and um, just on his, on his Instagram, just some of the shit coming out of there. And I was just looking this morning. In uh, he was scuba diving in the Maldives when the when the platinum. Oh, for God's sake! Like, is that the like, that is, is that the seat? platinum one with the blue and the light and blue. the blue and the brown no, brown yeah, bezel? Yeah, yeah. that is um, just that's ridiculous. I was, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was playing with one the other day. Uh, we we had really? one come through work. Yeah, it's great fun. Uh, it's oh. the heaviest fucking thing in the world. Like. You know, like yeah, I can imagine. It it must weigh over three hundred grams. Like it's, yeah. it's like it's you know, it's absurd. I, mean, I really can't make. Does it feel chunky or does it feel quite? Sort of it feels, it's it's weird. It's it's almost like it's your brain doesn't really register it because you're so used to like picking up like, you know, like a steel one. And then you pick this up and it just feels really odd. It feels like gravity's just got a lot stronger. 
But platinum is like a third heavier than yeah. uh, the gold, so it's it's actually yeah. heavier yeah. than the uh, than the other precious metal one. Still, they, I, can't, they are I can't make my mind up if I like them or not. You know, I, I've never seen one in the flesh, but I just don't. I think it's the brown, something about yeah. the brown. I'm just not chocolatey bezel. Yeah, I'm not right. sure. It's like it's like pooey eyes. I mean. They know when it's snowing and there's like dog shit in the snow. It's like, um, it's like pooey, pooey snow. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm never, I would never now be able to buy one because I would look down at it and go, yeah, yeah, yeah pooey snow. Yeah. Rolled it in glitter. They're not bad though. I mean, you can pick one yeah. up for like mid 50s. Yeah, 50, 50, 50 60,000, something like that. Yeah, yeah. For, for a, for, for a platinum Daytona, that doesn't seem. Yeah. I, I thought. What, what about the um, the platinum day date? Uh, if it's a thirty six, like twenty in the twenties, I seem to recall. See, you know? I'd I'd get that. Uh, do you, oh, do you, do you mean the that's... smooth bezel ice blue dial? That one. That one. As yeah. in the day date, yeah, yeah. The yeah, like, the dial, so I'm on Chrono twenty four, like funky platinum dial, mid thirties. <laughs> Bastion of reliability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> controversial, I feel. Well, no, it's only because I was on there before. But let me have a look at. Let me have a look on the older. Uh, yeah, like mid thirties. But if I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have the day date than the Daytona in that case for sure. Do they? Do they that platinum day date okay. that came out? Did they? Did it only come in a forty, or did they do it in a thirty-six? Um, I think. I wonder. Because I wouldn't did, touch I it in a forty. They, um, uh, I think they did a sure. I feel like it's just 40. 40 but you know not not recently like the, the 36 was a while back you're talking you know like 20 years before yeah, yeah. the other thing mm. I'd like to see from Rolex and I know I said exactly the same thing when we were talking about this last year I can't remember who it was with but the Milgauss right mm. bit of a bit of a bit of an outlier in the Rolex collection. I think it's about time they re-release the 6541s, so the original Milgauss. Yep. It looks a bit like a big crown. Yeah. I think it's about time they either re-release that or the 1019. Like one of those, either of yeah. those two modernised, that would, they would be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see think that. that's a... I think the 1019 is probably more likely. Um, just because I reckon they can make that more, um, what's it called? Oh, more, bit more, more, bit more palatable. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's yeah. Contemporary. That's what I was looking yeah. for. They can make that more contemporary. I think the old, you said the old big crown style. That's more something Tudor would do, and I'd love to see it. But yeah. I reckon that's probably a little bit too out the there old, for, the for them. It, it, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, but I think um, one thing to one thing to make sure is that if you if they did change the Milgauss and discontinue the old one, I reckon they'd go through the fucking roof. They'd be because they're oh, yeah. so they're so not Rolex that if you discontinued it, they'd become a Paul oh. Newman. Because the whole thing that Paul Newman is they weren't hugely no, popular. Yeah. No, I'm then they got discontinued. Then like twenty years later, like the Italian was it, it was like it was like Italian collectors all started loving Paul Newman yeah. or something like that, wasn't it? And then 
and the, the mill gas is so cut in its current iteration it's so far away from everything else we ought to do at the moment with the crazy lightning bolt yeah, green crystal like colored colored crystal mm. yeah i think i personally think it's yeah. cool as that was i think if they discontinued it or discontinued it and uh, did another iteration of them i wouldn't be surprised at mm-hmm. all in fact that's probably something i'd be fairly if I were a betting man, I'd probably say that, that that's something that I could see them doing, if not this year in the next yes, couple I don't of think years. that's a bad chance. But I, I just think, yeah, well, also, yeah I think the grey market for the mill yeah. to go through the roof. It's also the longest serving uh, member, I suppose, of the Rolex uh, sort of family at the moment in terms of the reference has gone unchanged the longest. So it's, it's really the, the one of the, the current offering, yeah. So... Uh, well, in, in terms, because obviously the subs have been going for like fifty. No, no, but I mean, like in terms of that specific reference. So it's what, what is it? ah, right, okay, one one six four hundred. I think uh, is the um, Milgas reference. But it, right, okay, because it's literally been the same yeah, for like five years. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been good by the ages. Like, I wouldn't just be surprised if it was like ten years. Oh. Easy. But yeah, we we will see as as Cal alluded to earlier. Rolex will probably do none of what we've just spoken about and make incremental changes <laughs> yeah. to I, I, one of their watches. <laughs> yeah, and increase, and increase expect the, us all to be happy. Increase the power reserve on like yeah. a Cellini or something. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> something really. But then I reckon they'll they'll put a jubilee on the Daytona and everyone will lose their. I mind. can see that. That's what that's all I I, don't know, yeah. I I like the Jubilee. There's such a like, I mean, like with my customers, I get a bit of a, like a, not a backlash, but people just seem to not like it um, until they put it on and it's like the most and, comfortable thing. You know? Yeah, I think the Jubilee's oh, yeah. meant. Yeah. I would, I would I be tempted, it. and I've seen a couple of people do it to um, obviously not get a real Jubilee because I'm not Scrooge McDuck, but get a, a fake Jubilee bracelet and put it on my sub. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a couple of people do it. It does obviously it's a complete oxymoron because you're putting a dressy bracelet on a dive watch, but yeah. oh, it looks cool. They're a cool yeah. cool thing. You do you do go diving fairly regularly. I mean, I am I so. yeah. Yes. Whenever I'm not recording podcasts, yeah. I'm basically in the water. You know, that's just, you know that, that that's <laughs> yeah. why I went diving to Samarini, and... you know, it's a tool watch. Okay? <laughs> it definitely doesn't get worn at my desk job nine to five, Monday to Friday. That's for sure, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's seen the depths. <laughs> exactly. So I suppose as we're talking about Rolex, we should probably move on to the fun creative side of Rolex who release cool stuff and talk about what the old the old Tudor are gonna oh, do. Yeah. I get more excited for what Tudor do at Basel than Oh yeah, same. I don't give a fuck about it. I know that Amiga will release a load of And they'll all be limited edition, obviously. And they'll all be limited edition. <laughs> but Tudor Tudor I get excited for. Tudor, Tudor excited for. Yeah. They're they're incredible. I mean I was I mean, you know, I'm not going to harp on about the Black Bay 58 again because, you know, I mean, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been, it's, it's outstanding. Like, but I just, I just like, I can't get over it. I, I, just, I just, and it's, it's the best so value good. watch in the world. Just it is. is. By they, yeah. I don't think they make money out of it. I think it's that it must be a marketing thing. You know, they cannot yeah. make yeah. money out of that watch. You cannot seriously produce a watch like that for two and a half grand, you know. When you've, when you're, you're when you, you I don't can... think so. And at least, well, you can, but I don't think you've made money out of it. Um, when you look at the surrounding brands that are kind of competing in that price point, like Oris, Tag, Longines, mm. um, and even you know some sort of lower end sort of Amiga and stuff like that, it's like uh, mm. you know the build quality on the on the Blackbird is just so much better. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's the best watch you can buy for under 
5k. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you've got spe- you got speed masters in there. Oh, stuff, oh, I don't know. It's, it's it's a bit of a mm, contentious yeah, heuristic. The... I don't but know. I guess it's so subjective. I think the other thing I'd is like... you, you could double or triple the price and people would still buy it. Oh yeah, comfortably, yeah. comfortably. Yeah. Do you do you, do you do you think part of the problem of not selling is because it's too much of a watch nerd's watch? Like it is the most faithful recreation of a sub from the fifties and sixties that you can buy. Do you think so, that's the issue? Nerds are just sitting there going, Whore. "Can I?" <laughs> but other people, other can people I go. Answer eh. that. Yeah, can I quickly answer that it's with a prime example? So, there's a guy at work who's who's a really good bloke, and he's he's into watches, but he's not like super level nerdery. He went into a uh, what store in Kent or something, and it basically he he had a bit of money aside. He passes his exams. He wanted to go buy himself something special. He knew about Tudor, so he went in. In the place of this, so the person at the counter gave him a 58 and a normal Black Bay Black. Um, and he was telling me about this without me sort of giving too much precursor to the fact that I run the urologist. And um, he basically said, Oh, you know, I quite like the 58, but it just felt like a women's watch because it was so small. And I was literally there at the table, like, Oh, god. <laughs> so that that is exactly your point, Felix. I think to the mainstream. They see the fact it's smaller and go, oh, it's, mm. it's too small. Oh, it feels so dainty. Whereas the proper Watson is like, my God, this is a proper vintage. It's a perfect case for it. No, it's, yeah. It's, it absolutely. It mm. absolutely is. I think it's outstanding. I've tried it on twice. In both times, I was fully wrecked <laughs> for the entire duration right of wearing it on my wrist. <laughs> yeah, it was It was outstanding. In the rivet bracelet. In a, yeah, it's just. And I think the Black Bay Black is a cool watch. I really don't mind it at all. I like the design cues on it. But it is big. It's a it's a big watch when you put it on, especially as uh, the other day I was trying my mates on, and I took my Seamaster off and put that on. And the Seamaster, you know, it's it's a lot thinner. It's a lot more. Is it a forty one Seamaster? Yeah, forty forty one. It's but it's it's very thin, and the lugs are sort of it that they're sort of bevel, so they have an angle to them, so they're a bit more sleek. The the big two the black bay is mm. very angular. So it's, very, it's a unit. It's um, a big watch. Yeah, it is. And then you put the fifty eight on. Suddenly it's mm. sleeker. It's it's more. It's it's just yeah. I think I agree with you, Tom. I think all around, it's one of the best offerings you've got out there in in that sort of source <laughs> market. I wonder whether. So one of the one of the predictions that's been bouncing around a bit is a fifty eight GMT. Oh yeah, of course. This is much interesting. Stuff. Yeah. That could be yeah. a or or my god, that or, would be or, or different be- bezel Christ. variations. Adrian posted a video last week, I think, doing basil predictions, and he had come across some renders of a fifty-eight with a sort of ghosted grey bezel, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and one in green, like a a um, Kermit sort of variation. I like the two, did yeah. Yeah. yeah, which could be quite cool. Could do. I think. I think if they did. Imagine this. Imagine if they did. So this would be if they were listening direct to nerds. If they did a 58 GMT, but then made it by metal and put a root beer dial and bezel combination on it. How sick We're saying gold 58 GMT root beer nipple dial. Yeah, but by metal instead of full but, gold, but yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Just imagine oh this. Oh my life. <laughs> 
I'd I'd finance that immediately. <laughs> I would I would I would I'll pull a lot of things together and I'd finance that. God, that would just be outrageous. Oh, that would. I mean, if that anyone's going to do it, but another. Yeah, yeah. I just um, as you said, I think the success of the Black Bay is the mm-hmm. price point on it. Um, but is it, they, they do have a biometal Black Bay, don't they? Yeah, and they have a biometal it, both both forty one. Yeah, yeah it's stunning actually. The the golds are such a wonderful color on that watch. And they don't really, as far as my memory serves me correctly, they don't. That it's brushed, so it's not. Um, so it's um, not mirror finished, but really, really stunning. Uh, I watch both of them. Yeah, I haven't seen the. I haven't seen the bubble. No, me actually. neither. No. Yeah, because they released the the two tone the steel and gold chrono, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Was that last yeah. year? Yeah, I think, mm. oh, was it? I don't know. Maybe it was mm. a bit before. Yeah, I can't remember. It could have been the year before, maybe. Not sure, but yeah, I don't know. Sure. I but I, um, I'd love to see this, and I've said this for the last two years. But I'd love to see a steel fast rider. I think that's such an underappreciated yeah, yeah. model because that fast rider Ducati edition thing that Ilka's got—that's so. That's cool. the all. That's the all black it's with so, red. So Is that cool. all black with red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all black. Then it's got sort of like a black and red strap. Yeah. But you, you're picking them up at like two and a half grand, and yet it's a Valju. Is that well, what it's, it's not big? It's not big watch. Oh, it's it's Valju, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure it is. Oh no, I know the 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 lateral one. Seven seven two four. Mm, not not sure on that one. Because seven seven fifty is the sideways one, and it's the vertical one. Uh, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's it's the other one. And I just I. It, it, it's still got that vintage aesthetic to it in the fact that it's a lot yeah. slimmer. Um, and it's it's still probably a 40, 41. Like it's not a 42 or 44 like the Black Bay. Mm. Here's, here's an interesting one. So that so that would be... A, so they... Tudor make the Black Bay in a chronograph. Do they still make the... Um, uh, was it the Monte Carlo? Is there a modern iteration of the Monte Carlo? Currently, I don't think there is. Or they is, still, they still make so, it. Don't they? Well, so if they do, and that is the case. Is do you think? Yeah, um, well, module, there's it. room for a third, for a third chrono. Uh, okay, you get what point, I mean. Yeah. Now, obviously, don't get wrong. A fast rider in steel would be class, but I'm thinking actually, from their point of view, have if they've already got the Monte Carlo and the um, Black Bay chrono. Don't know. Is there room? A lot. A lot. Um, be very cool. Yeah. But it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean. But, I think that heritage chrono. Because that's what yeah. That, it, I think yeah. Monte I think Carlo. it's Monte Carlo. Chrono, like the heritage yeah. chrono. I think that that's a cool watch. One of those, I think that's that's a cool watch. I really, really, nearly bought the uh, the and then and then, one, then yeah. just, and then just just, the just tell the listeners what you bought instead. What do you get? Oh, I, I, I think it'd be <laughs> interesting yeah. watch conversation, mate. I think you should. Uh, I was going to buy that off a gentleman in what I can only describe as a building site, and he wanted cash only, so about over two grand in cash, and it all felt very strange. So I left, walked down the road, and I was in Farringdon, where all those what stores are, and um, a lovely Greek lady who I met previously um, trying on watches. She was like, "Hi, hi, Callum," and I was like, "Oh, God, she remembers my name." Um, and I went in and I bought a Frank Muller Casablanca. Is what I bought. In uh, I did, I did, I did enjoy that watch for a bit. Uh, it was, it was one of the older ones, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And then, 
and then I traded it for my beloved Seamaster. So there we go. There you go. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Frank, well, Frank, Frank well Muller don't get awfully good press, <laughs> as far as I can tell. But that watch was was class. It was it, pretty it sexy. Was cool was cool it was watch. pretty sexy. It was. It was. It was the older model as well. So it was like early 2000s. The Casablanca, did it? So, but yeah. Yeah, so it was the first reference of the Casablanca. So it was the 6880. You know, I mean, I, I, I like Frank um, Mueller, uh, you know, in terms of the design. Um, and I think, they, you know, they bring a really lovely contemporary edge to that kind of classic tonneau case um, uh, sort of gentleman's kind of wristwatch. But I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like... You know, it's it's like Panerai or Hublot. It's 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 kind of like um, you know, there's like one shape, and they just run that again and again and again. And you know, yeah, it's like Porsche. Yeah, yeah, and it's like oh, it's like if yeah. you know, if you say you've got a Rolex, it's like oh yeah, I've got a Rolex. Uh, you know, uh, no date one four zero six zero M. You know, but you don't hear someone listing off like a, <laughs> a Frank Muller reference or a Hublot or. A, Thing you want. It's just like I have it's, a it's, Frank it's, a Panerai, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, because, it's, it's because they're not as pretentious. That's not true. That's, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we, uh, can, we dear, can do this. We can, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I agree. It's it's um, it's a watch that I, I mean, I, think I, I was actually saying this for the other day. I genuinely have no idea how the crazy hour comes. I was about to say the same thing. Not a clue. I've no, I understand the sort of the, the the general idea of most movements. I understand how they work, but crazy hours. No, Is idea. It, so it, no it's idea. not Tom, just you yeah. know what. I don't know huge amount about the crazy hour. I know it's got a ridiculous dial, but do mm. the hands actually jump between? Yeah, I think yeah, the so. completely yeah. scrambled, exploded dial. That's yeah, pretty crazy. So if actually. it's so if it's like eight o'clock. Um, in the eight is on the left hand side of the dial, let's say, and then nine o'clock is it like the two o'clock position? It will genuinely go all the way around, sort of you know, for the hour on eight, and then it would jump across to nine. Yeah, I will. I don't know how it's crazy. I will put this video in the show notes, but I'm just on Frank Muller's YouTube channel, and there's a video of the crazy hours, and literally it does a full mm. rotation of the hour at nine o'clock, and then it literally jumps to the ten o'clock marker. Which is sitting where eleven should be, and it literally just it, the hour hand just jumps around. That's mad. Yeah, I, I don't get how well, it works. I imagine maybe it's like a jump hour sort of complication. I don't, I don't I, know. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's very I don't cool. have enough watch making knowledge to appreciate it. But the thing I don't get it, I suppose it's just a gimmick. Is I was going to say why do it, but I suppose if you're Frank Muller, it's just something a bit outside the box. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just something to patent. It's something to. Yeah. Uh, Something to, something to try and make yourself more different, I guess, isn't it? So what else do we? Uh, but, what, uh, yeah. what else do we think we're going to get at Baselworld from a brand that's not Rolex or Tudor? What do we? Well, any, any the only other brand that's left is like Bilova. So maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah, like true, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what other brands are left? <laughs> who um, is, so hang on, who is left? So Swatch Group have left. Yep. So we lose. Richmond are still there, are they? Who? Or Richmond, I think so. Or Richmond Group still there. Uh... I think so, yeah. So we've still got IWC and JLC. But they do SIHH and, and stuff group. as well, don't they, IWC? Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to remember if I saw... I didn't... When I was there last year, I don't think I saw IWC. I think I 
Do IWC well, go to Buzzword right. or do they go to what's now Watches and Wonders or whatever it is? I thought they did SIHH. Yeah, I think they do. So, I'm just on the brands for this year. So, we've got Relic <laughs> Tudor, Patek, Chopard, Tag, Hublot, Chanel, Bell & Ross, Oris. Oh, I'm not going to read through this list because there are still a lot of brands here. Yeah. Like, well, it's, like, it's, it's becoming <laughs> a big, big jewellery thing as well. And it's always been a big... Uh, jewelry thing, I suppose. You, I mean, like, and you kind of got Jacob and Co in the middle of all. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. let's just not bother with that. Let's, <laughs> let's just yeah. Not. Let's just yeah, let's just let's part of that. Just, what? What do you think is going to come from Patter then? That's that's an interesting question. Well, I don't know because I mean, they were talking about this on um, Shmashminky or whatever you called it. Uh, <laughs> one of their oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 Shmashminky. Yeah, yeah, Shmashminky. Uh, and. Pinky Winky. Well, I, so, in, <laughs> and they were talking about, you know, I mean, the, the way, the way uh, you know, Patek is right now, obviously everyone just wants them to make Nautilus, you know, and sports models and Aquanaut. Uh, and, mm. you know, I mean, I was quoted a, sort of like a 20-year wait from Boodles for a Nautilus, you know, and, that's, and it's still, still going on. Um but I think the thing is, you know, Patek are seeing all this and they're like, fuck, we don't want to turn into AP. So they're, they're mm. keep backing away and making less and less and less uh, and making more interesting kind of complications and so on. And I think uh, they said this on um, Shmishminky, uh, uh that a really good example of that was the, you know, the Grandmaster Chime uh, mm. that sold at Onlywatch, uh, which, which was mm. pretty cool. I, I went along to the Onlywatching and sort of, snuck into the auction basically believe it or not uh the, nice. the kind of christie's nice. uh guys aren't the best security guards um you know Noted. Come, what, come, Noted. watch expert come, come security guard. <laughs> yeah, um are you registered to bid yeah sure you know okay go, 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 go right through <laughs> <laughs> um, so i was yeah so was, we saw this um sort of watch sell and it was like the steel it was like 28 complications or something and it was you know it was madness it was absolute madness. I mean, there was like there was some of the Hedinky guys. There was Eric Wynn standing behind me, and you could just hear his breathing just increase, <laughs> <laughs> going up and up. And it was just guessing, uh, guessing yeah. Sweaty. I mean, it was like it was estimated at two to three million, I think, Swiss francs. And the opening bid was five. Second bid was ten. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive. But, um, but yeah, so I think that's a pr- probably a pretty good sort of idea of where they're going to go. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, apparently and, uh, they're discontinuing the white dial Nautilus. Yeah, I heard that. I, uh, I don't know whether it was is it gone that, now yeah. already. Or they do they just say we're discontinuing, or do they wait till? Well, um, yeah, I don't. Was that a rumor though? Because I remember hearing that. Because I heard that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Official sources. Unless, yeah. unless what they're doing is they're announcing that that's going to happen, and they what they're going to do is they will re-release or they release uh, its replacement, whatever that may be, at Basel, and then that's the point where they, I don't know, phase out production of the yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Not sure. Know. Be great if they just discontinued the Nautilus. Oh yeah. my god, just, oh, just okay. imagine just, the price of a million quid for an Nautilus. Just thought the world like burn, you know, <laughs> you know, or like one percent of it burn. <laughs> <laughs> What's one yeah. percent of it burn? <laughs> yeah. I have got to say, Tom, I'm I'm sorry that some of the prices that
stuff in for is 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 reflective of of the demand and supply on the market. Well, I, I, I saw a Daytona, Toronto Daytona for 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 twenty grand. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, you'll see that. I mean, but I mean, it's it's kind of like a uh, across the across the board, really. That's just the where the where the industry is at at the moment. I mean, if we uh, if we think about um, you know this whole thing that uh, Rolex did, where they said um, you know we're gonna we're gonna hold on to your warranty cards and so on to stop the secondary market. That didn't really stop it. It made yeah. everything more expensive. You know, it was just just meant there were less watches with more papers, um, but I don't know. It's it's you know it's it's a market and there are peaks and drops. But I think all what the only thing that's going to happen is every day that goes by, more and more people with a bit of money find out about Rolex and Patek, and it's it's, it's not going yeah. anywhere. You know? no, definitely not. Definitely not. That's interesting. Come because obviously you're you're someone as well who is on the ground and you're close to the ground of of what yeah. the market's saying. So it's interesting to see that's your perspective because, yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, the the, the watch industry is going to die out. But I think it's yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not like it's you know, it's not milk. It's not bread. You know, people aren't dying. It's it's um, you know, people are not being able to get a hold of a Daytona isn't exactly like an Oscar-winning script. But um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, fucking um, yeah. But but you know what what I think's um, more likely to happen is you know what we'll see is in, okay so I, let's say I'm like I've got like twenty five grand to spend on a watch you know I can think about a Daytona and steel or I can get a white gold complication from Patek for twenty eight on the secondary market so it's a bit of yeah. a no brainer thirty nine forty and, yeah. and I think yeah. basically this, all all these all that's going to happen is just you know as ever trends change and so on. And, you know the offering sort of changes, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I think there's going to be a big focus, kind of in the in the next few years, of um, uh, complications versus kind of sports models and so on. And I think I think. That... Oh. oh no! <laughs> Just as it was getting. Oh, am, I, am I still here? Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're back. Oh, okay, cool. Carry on. <laughs> I think um, technical difficulties. But uh, but yeah, no the. Um, I think the way in which watches are kind of going now is everything's kind of in step with the sort of fashion and, and it always has been like, if you look at like late eighties, early nineties, you know, you're kind of thinking, you know, if you think about sort of the fashion kind of back then, a lot of guys wore suits kind of thinking a bit kind of American psycho period, you know, they were, they just the yeah. bubble backs and there was, there were small watches. They were like 36 mil. Yeah. Um, and that was considered yeah. a, a big watch at the time. And and now it's like, you know, what you're going to wear with your tracksuit and your Yeezys and your McLaren you know, it's, it's going to be like a Richard Mill or um, something Rainbow. like that. Yeah, Rainbow Bezel Daytona. Exactly. Hell of a watch. I think. I think. Yeah, that's interesting. I think maybe the 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 market for the complication has shifted to the steel sports yeah. watch because, as you said, people are willing to pay complication money yeah. for steel sports watches. Yeah, that's interesting. That. The yeah. other thing I... So do you reckon it's going to shift back in a few years? I don't know. I think, I think like, oh, all this stuff's still going to retain its value because, I mean, you know, yeah. um, and it's still going to be bloody hard to get. And if anything, I mean, what, what we're kind of seeing with Rolex is, um, you know, they, you know, they've, it's almost like they've just started believing the myths and legends about themselves. You know, they've been reading Rolex Forum a bit too much. But... Um, <laughs> but it's it's like if you look at Rolex in the sixties, it was you know they weren't they were a very different brand to what they are now, and then they sort of uh, you know they were tool watches, and then they 
built a name for themselves and they got a bit of um, kind of recognition through the 70s and the 80s and 90s. And then it became, you know, quite a luxury mm. thing, but they were still very widely um, accessible. And only now has it got to the point where that's kind of bottlenecked and it's fucking impossible to get hold of one. Yeah. Um, you know, at least yeah. unless it's like a diamond dial date just. Um, but it's it's kind of gone in a way where uh, I think that what they're all they're going to do is they're going to try and uh, change their kind of demographic. I think they're going to become uh, just make less because you know all all this stuff is just them choking the market. Yeah, yeah that's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen photos of warehouses with like four thousand yeah, holes well, in them. Just, just, just the guy sort of knocking around with the Daytona, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that, I, just I, exactly. I, th- I think also this year, or I, I, maybe not necessarily just this year, but in general, I think there's going to be much more of a switch towards independence. Yeah. Like in terms of the, I think the balance is going to get a lot more even between yeah independent brands and mainstream. Like people are starting to appreciate uh, independent brands a lot more than they have done in previous years. Like um, Acrivia and brands like that, like people are starting to really talk about them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether that's feasible or not for quite niche brands to come to, you know, for Joe Blogs to go and buy uh, an Acrivia or a Moser or something like that. I don't know. But they're not meant to. They're, 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 they're reserved for the real nerds. And I think that's what those brands themselves want. Hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, don't suppose, think they, yeah. I don't think, I don't think they want to see, you know, I don't know, your, your, your 19 year old rapper with grills wearing a FP Jean. I, I just, I thought those guys are more direct in their their whole the whole idea of what what's making is it the guys who really appreciate it. It's tricky, isn't it? I mean, like how how do you I, I, how I, do you um yeah. you know it's like uh, it's almost like you know who do you make for um, who do you want to buy it who actually buys it? It's like it's like you know if you open a bar yeah. and you get the wrong people in there, there's not much you can do, but you are still making money. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a fine line. There's a fine line. Like Simmons, basically. And that's yeah. the thing. There's a fine line, isn't there, between actually, I've got to make money. Like, I don't know. Um, Philippe Dufour, he makes what? Two, I don't know, very little watches a year yeah. and sells them. <laughs> Were you going to say <laughs> two, two, two watches? watches? I don't know. He probably <laughs> makes like, I don't know. <laughs> or or like Roger Smith, they make, I don't know, like 10, ten watches I think a year. 10, or something yeah. like that. And there's going to be a point, I suppose, where you've got to go, hang on a minute. Yes, we've got a certain clientele we want to pitch to, but you know what? I need, you know, I need to eat this week or this month or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I suppose, I suppose you only really gain an appreciation and a, an understanding of these independent brands through being a watch nerd. So yeah, maybe there's not enough marketing in the world to get. For, for Roger Smith to do what, Roger Smith does, i.e. his USP is the fact it's made mm. by him. He can only produce that many watches a year because if if he then expands production so that he's turning over, you know, 10,000 a year, he f- physically himself can't make them all. And then suddenly Roger Smith doesn't become Roger Smith anymore because it's not made by Roger Smith. Yeah, yeah, completely, I mean? completely. I mean, Grubel 4C came out with that handmade um, piece recently, uh, a few months ago. And it's like, you know, every single thing. I think they said, I ended up, me and Adrian went along to, uh, they had a thing at uh, a hotel in Mayfair with it. And we ended up sort of playing around with it. It was like a press launch for it. And um, nice. Yeah, it was, he was saying, uh, Stephen Forsey, uh, 
uh, who's you know forty of Google, forty half, half or half of G, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he used to sort of run production yeah. for AP and stuff like that, building tourbillons and so on. He was saying, you know, like ninety-seven percent of the watch we've made, and we were like, okay, well, what's the other three percent? And he was like, yeah, well, you know, we could have made, uh, you know, like the rubber seals, but what what would have been the point, you know? And it was, um, but you know, like every single bit, you know, hand carved out of out of a bit of metal, you know, start to finish. Um, and it's like, you know, completely in-house. Yeah, it's, I mean, it was, it was an impressive thing. A beautiful thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But that's, and that's just a different, it's a different calibre, that is. Yeah. That's a different category of watch, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Interestingly, I know there's only 10 minutes left of this wonderful conversation, but the I was speaking to a friend of mine, and um, he sent me a text message and he was clearly bored at work or something. He clearly made too much money for the day, so I was bored. Um, he uh, he says to me, if you had a hundred grand, what four watches would you buy? And my first question was, is this commercially minded mm, or yeah. passion minded? I.e., you can you can buy whatever the hell you want, but not Daniel worry about <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy twenty five thousand Daniel Wellington. <laughs> yeah. That'd be me. Yeah. If exactly. I if I can use that money to <laughs> well well actually. I, I said to one of them would be, I'd buy a 5,004 and then buy three Daniel Wellington. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, was, that was one of my answers. In, okay, in, okay, interesting. So what, 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 was, what was your answer and what would your answer be? It was, it was very difficult. I, I was sat on a train, so I had some time to, to think about it, but it, it was a difficult one. And I thought the consistent one was a 3940 yeah, was one of them. I agree. It's just, and that's, let's say, 30 grand. Yeah, give or take. Um, and then after that, it gets it gets a little bit hairy. So I was saying like an Aquanaut, um, and then a vintage Polar Dial um, mm-hmm. Explorer okay. Two. Um, so then that's three. And then you've still got like forty, fifty grand less. So I, I said I said a Richard Mille RM Six like the time. Can, only you, can, one. You, can you touch <laughs> that, a Richard Mille for that? Really? Yeah, the, the, the time only ones are about forty, fifty grand. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a that's a game changer. So, so not, so not the big. It's the older one. The R, it's the RM six. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I always found them quite cool because they're a lot smaller than the RM elevens. And uh, and yeah, second hand, they're like 40, mm-hmm. 40 grand. So, but that was, that, that was too hard. Literally, I was there, and, and then I said, no, no, let me change. Then I start talking about Nautilus, and I start talking about steel Daytonas yeah. and steel sky dwellers, and it was, it, it was, it was too hard a question. That was the point I was making. Was it's a very hard question. And then that's when I said I'll just buy one five thousand and four, and then just a few Daniel Wellingtons to throw at people. Yeah, no, you're right. You can touch. So you can get the. You can get an RM05, which is the sort of the Richard Mille case shape for fifty grand. Mm-hmm. RM5 is it? Yeah, sorry, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah, RM05 and gold, fifty-eight grand. What's well, so either gold or white gold in it? They don't make a steel one, so. What? 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 But um, but yeah, no, I. Yeah, yeah, you guys what, go because I found that too hard a question. Fuck, I don't know. Gun to your head, four watches. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's, it's right, pure right. passion as well, so it doesn't matter about research. Yeah, and this is, I'm doing vintage as well because, I mean, you know. So yeah. I'd, I'd definitely say, like, uh, you've got to have, like, a, a yellow gold day date, 1803 in there. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you know, you can get one for uh, under 13 grand. So, yeah, yeah, I was amazed. There are a lot of them. Get those. Yeah, my mate say. I mean, we. I saw one the other day. Box of papers, nineteen fifty-seven, 
um, silver uh, linen dial that was nine grand, you know. You can't get a steel date job no. for that. <laughs> <laughs> 16 that was that ridiculous. Of love on the AD. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, apart from that, I, you know, I, 5513 uh, Rolex, no date. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to try and make these not all Rolex. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, it's bad, it's bad. But then just, just for like, you know, we were saying sort of passion versus monetary value, you know, I mean, like, you know, if I had, even if I had like five grand, you know, um, you know, because of the industry kind of we're in, I guess it's like you, you want to kind of think about tradability and if I get bored of it, what am I going to go for? But just yeah, watches yeah, just yeah. to like really just buy and enjoy and not worry about what's going to happen. Like I, I'm a real sucker for like a steel uh, IWC Portofino. I think that's such a lovely yeah. watch. The chronograph. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, older one. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, like a Speedmaster or something like that, you know. But um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and yeah, and a yellow gold 1680 relics of bonus. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I've, I've, I've got, I've, I'm a, I say I'm entering like a gold period, but I don't actually own a gold watch. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I'd like to. I'd like to. Yeah, a period of gold appreciation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too hard a question. It really is because I said I changed my mind about five times and I went from tasteful vintage Patek to Richard Miele's to. To, to AP divers and forge carbon. Like, it's, it's too hard a yeah. question to ask all like that. It's like asking an alcoholic what their favorite is. Yeah, if you could only have four more drinks, not, what would they be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what they're The groaning. They just wouldn't be able to handle it. Just, yeah. four, oh, four bottles dear. of Frosty Jack. What about you, Felix? You may as well drink piss, like genuinely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, okay, so for me, I'd go same as you, Cal. 3940 would definitely be in there. Yeah, um, yeah, Bulgari Octo Phoenicia. If, 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 ah, uh, see, rose, that, yeah, that, that, that new rose gold one with the rose gold dial. That is, yeah, yeah. obviously, um, obviously. God, I love that 51, one. Fifty one sixty four, maybe tra- travel time Aquanaut. Could you talk? Uh, I'm probably running out of money there, actually. Okay, we'll give you Can another have- fifty grand. What? <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. If if you if you had more money, I'd go for you know I'd I'd go for five thousand four. Oh yeah, for of sure. course I'd go. For, uh, yeah. And then we'd be talking Vincent Staytoners, but you can't get all that. The, prob- the, prob- the problem the problem is when everyone when anyone asks me this question of if you had X amount of money, well, what what watch would you buy? I there's always one that I gravitate towards, and I know that I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for it, but I love. The um, Danny Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just bloody look, bloody, bloody love him. He's a cracking bloke, Daniel. Um, no, I love the uh, rainbow bezel Daytona. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the gold yeah, one. Yeah, you do love that one. But there, you know, you can't touch those for under hundred k. So yeah, I'd go thirty nine nah. forty. Uh, Octofinitimo of, of some description. Maybe the, that Chronograph GMT, like the ultra thin one they do, and then yeah. <laughs> There's 30 seconds left, Felix. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know outside of that. Not sure. Okay. It's too tough. It's too tough a question. Like how I don't... It's like it's like when people go, oh, you have one watch for life. What do you buy? Oh, I don't... Well, I, I don't know. Cassio yeah. F9.W? It's, it's, it's too tricky. Yeah, it's too it tricky. It is. We've officially run out of time. Well, here. so, actually, I say that. It's oh, wait, still, still normal. Oh, we're not, we're not. 60 minutes, but we're okay. still going. Well, let's, let's, keep, let's roll with it. Um, 
I thought he was. I thought he was going to stop. Yeah, so I think first, previously so, it has done, yeah. but clearly, clearly we yeah. were. I don't know. Transcended. Right on. The, the, um, <laughs> the hour. Transcended. But yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, not sure. Actually, can I change one of mine? I've just remembered something else. <laughs> See, this is Tom. This is exactly what I was doing yesterday. I was like, "Let I'm me gonna, change it." It's, I, it's I, so I, I saw a watch come in the other day. Um, well, I say come in. I mean, I was chatting to a guy, and he was wearing this, and he bought it at auction with Sotheby's, and it was a, a Patek anyway. Reference One Thirty. So it's a re- pretty old chronograph, um, nineteen forty nine. It looked like perfect, brand spanking new. Basically, still had the original strap and the original box. It was beautiful watching. It was that salmon dial in red gold. Um, yeah, and it was just nice, like, nice. and it was small as well. It was like 30, 35 millimeters or something like that. It was not not a big watch. And I think, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have one of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the. I'm just looking at these on on Google. They are stunning. They are class. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm I'm looking one here on Chrono Twenty Four. 35 grand there you go and that's a lot that's a lot for one that is you told me how much he paid for it um and i said this to a friend of mine he was just like Fuck, he ever paid didn't he you know <laughs> it's like um but yeah i suppose that's the danger of buying things at auction isn't it you know you're kind of you go in for like say ten thousand, and you're that's really thirteen thousand. you know 30 percent yeah exactly like, exactly buys premium i uh I got slightly burnt, burnt a little bit on an auction oh, yeah? the other day. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I buy and sell uh, on behalf of other people. In um, I have budgets um, and budgets I like to stick to, so I can make. And I said, probably, probably not meant to say that. So, <laughs> we'll, but, um, we'll, we'll bleep, we'll bleep that out. I'll try, I'll try and bleep that out. <laughs> bleep, bleep, so I can make a bleep it out. zero percent margin because I look after yeah, my yeah, customers. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. But um, but yeah, no, do that in uh, the buyer's premium on this thing. It 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 was so much. It was in the end with postage. It was thirty five percent, which sounds like Jesus Christ. That's a lot. So I so I bought a Girard Perigo, really cool, really sexy, thirty six mil gyromatic. Absolutely loved it. The price I got, I was like, I've nailed it here. I've got this so cheap. And then the invoice comes and it's like an extra, like over a hundred quid extra. I was like, what? that's the problem because it takes so, it takes it from being a bargain you picked up at auction to actually being not to being questionable. Deal, yeah, it? it it's fine. It'll still work, and it's 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 a hell of a watch. And I get the idea that the sort of the auctions is you know it's, it's quite fun. It's it's a bit more exciting than eBay and stuff. I do get that, but you do get bloody bent over oh, yeah. sometimes. And that's what I feel like when you when you see these like monster auctions when they're selling you know steel patter uh, steel steel Daytonas for like mm. millions of pounds. Jesus Christ, what the buddy premiums! Well, must be. Like, yeah. I was working this out like, this morning, uh, so yeah. I, I was looking. I'm, I'm going to a, an auction preview at Bonhams tomorrow, um, oh. where incidentally, actually, there's we're talking about the old sub, uh, which the two is kind of based on, which is a six five three six. Uh, they've yeah, got a really yeah. stunning one in there. Um, well, I say it's really stunning. I've not seen it in the flesh. I've seen pictures and read the condition report. Um, and its estimate is eight to twelve thousand. Eight to twelve. It's a nineteen fifty-seven six five three six dash one. Yeah, there is no way. That's the James yeah, yeah. Bond reference. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the first submariner reference. I thought he wore. Yeah. I thought he wore the six five three eight. 
Let me. Because uh... one's the big crown and one's yeah, the normal. Yeah, three, six, the small crown, I think. Well, they did do a big uh, crown okay. variation. I mean, there are so many. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, I think they're like six, five, three, six, five, three, six. Four. So it, is it James Bond? Is that the Doctor, Doctor No or the Goldfinger one? I think that's the Doctor. Mm. I think that's the Doctor No. This is getting to James anyway, Bond anyway. territory. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah so either way, this one's eight, eight to twelve thousand. Um. And yeah, I'm gonna go and have a look at it tomorrow. But it should be—it looks—it looks pretty cool. That sounds very. Cheap. I mean, it, I thought they went for north of twenty. Yeah, I mean, um, I think this is the kind of the lure of the <laughs> of the auction house, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, I you know I did a bit of homework on it, and it looks it looks okay. But it's just seeing it seeing it in the flesh. It's a bit polished, which is a bit of a shame. But mm. you've not got great beveling. They. They um, every time I've seen those go for sale, they are absolutely battered, man. Yeah, this, like they, this one's, because again, I think the ceiling on the cases. Well, I'll um, I'll pop the yeah, um, we'll pop the link in the show notes for this as well. Yeah, it's, worth, it's worth having a look at. And it's I don't know if you've been yeah, to yeah. auction previews at like Christie's and stuff. But it's just it's so much fun. Like uh, we've been to the Bonham's yeah. ones. Oh yeah, okay, so we we've, did. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was good fun. But like. Playing around with the oh, 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 speaking cool. of that, I know yeah. I've changed one of my watches or rad one in, so I don't think I go for that. Uh, Roy, uh Royal Oak two tone, Royal Oak two tone. Oh, yeah, the two tone one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there it is. We, we yeah, just no, lost sorry, I just had, um, uh, I just had a call come in that I declined. An aneurysm, yeah, sorry. Sorry. shut that window, the Wi Fi is getting out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would. I'd add that one in. That was a that's a mm. class class watch. Yeah. Wasn't, right. Wasn't that interesting? Go on. No, Karen. Ah, but um, but yeah, the auction's good fun. Um, yeah. No, I'd I'd like to come along some go along some more previews. That was uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's just heaven, isn't it? Just getting to play yeah. around with. I'd like. I'd like to go to one and actually see some of these things. Like you know, when it it gets into a big dick swinging contest and people are dropping two hundred grand on, yeah. on Daytona's. I'd I'd like to I'd like to watch it's, that in the flesh, like seeing these it's guys. Quite, it was quite a funny one when I went to only watch because I was only in Geneva for a couple of days and basically me and a friend of mine had gone uh, and sort of a friend of mine who's sort of been in the auction industry for about thirty years uh, and he's kind of showing me stuff and sort of teaching me a bit about sort of vintage watches and so on in particular. Um, so we went along for two days, and we must have looked at about three hundred watches uh, in in mm. twenty four hours. Uh, so I was absolutely wiped on the way home. But it was it's like I, it wasn't expensive because I think I only the whole weekend. I think I spent about like one hundred and fifty quid or something. That's mad. But, you know, so you fly out there, um, get the free train from Geneva Airport. Uh, if you book with the right hotel, they give you like a travel card. Um, and nice. you know, we t- it was it was great. We turned up at Anticorum uh, in the middle of Geneva. You know, we got sat down on the table next to John Goldberger and a couple of other sort of people. And that's you know, crazy. They just that they just brought crazy. us coffee and cakes, and we gave them a list of watches we wanted to see. And you know, that's what we did for two days. It was excellent. That is just mad. And it's that like is, you know, if you register awesome. to bid and bring an ID, it's you know, it's it's fine. It's and it's it's something everyone should like should do and so on and if you and the other thing is if you like if you're not like registered to bid they're not going to turn you away because it'll potentially money you know so yeah, um true, 
So, but it's, yeah, but it's, it's, it's the best way to learn about stuff. Because the other thing is, it's like if you're looking at like, uh, you know, if you're doing homework about um, a particular reference or something, you know, and you're seeing three that weekend and you like, you know, photograph them and make notes on them and sort of actually compare them and then see how they do uh, at auction. It's, um, it's fucking nerdy, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah. It's yeah. Cool. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite fun. The difference. Yeah. So, yeah. That sounds like a little trick oh, yeah. that we're yeah, going to have to do all together. That needs yeah. to happen for sure. Sure. But it's like the only problem about Switzerland is so fucking expensive. Yeah, that's like, what I've heard. It's, yeah. It's yeah. Disgusting. Like after we went after the last one we did was Phillips and we went then went for a beer afterwards. Bear in mind this is just like some like you know seemingly cheap, not very nice bar in, in the middle of Geneva. The barman's wearing a fucking Daytona. And the two pints of Stella, twenty-eight francs. Oh, it, was like, it was like, yeah. you know, it was yeah. like, no wonder he's wearing a daytime. Yeah. He needs to pour thirty before he can afford one. You know, it's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah, we'll have to do that because it's just it's so much fun. Definitely, definitely. Right. Yeah, I'm keen. At, I'm keen. at seventy minutes, I think. All this, right. this is probably quite a good point to uh, to draw this to a close. Um, yeah. But no, thank you very much, Tom. For Time flies when you're having fun, that's for sure. about watches, that's a, that's a different right. story. But no, um, Tom, thank you very yeah. much for coming on. We'll have to, we'll have to get you on again because this, yeah, this, 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 this is a nice style of recording, just, just talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, thank that, you, it's been, a, it's been good. My pleasure. I'm sure we'll see each other again. Tom, absolutely <laughs> excellent to hear your soft baritone <laughs> tones. Yeah, I've, I've missed it in my life. <laughs> Good, uh, well, I, 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 I guess we'll see you guys it. next week at the uh, thing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I am in. Oh, cool, but yeah. oh yeah, it's a good point. I might, <laughs> I might be able to swing by. Yeah, well, let me know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Go, go in, go and represent. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, the uh, the uh, secret reptilian really church of the community we're all part of, yeah. <laughs> 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 which will go unnamed. Uh, all right. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, um, oh, before b- before yeah. we go, Tom, do you want to do you want to shout out your blog or anything while you're I here? Should, yeah, I should probably plug myself after Why talking not? for an hour. You know, oh. given that we just met in Tesco. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I write the manifesto online. I'm sure the guys will put it in the show notes, and it's basically yeah, just me cool. kind of being opinionated and talking uh, talking to people about their uh, about their watch companies. Uh, a bit more recently, it's a bit more speculative. Um, but on the topic of uh, auctions and stuff, I'm going to be focusing in on uh, specific pieces at upcoming auctions. So, yeah, check it out. Nice. Yeah, no, it's good. Check it out. And awesome. uh, as always, you know, go and go and give us a go and give us a follow at theyounghorologist.com. We do a similar thing. We just write about watches and review stuff, and um, yeah, give our opinion on what's going on. Um, I'm I'm currently writing War and Peace on the century. Yeah, you're writing an essay. You, you're writing is. you're writing a thesis. It's 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 so vast. It's it's literally a dissertation at this um, point. But yeah, yeah, no, that'll be an, but, yeah, uh, that'll be an interesting read. That'll be yeah. up soon. And uh, and yeah, go and give us a follow on 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 the gram at the Young Horologist. We post more regularly than we do on the website. And um, yeah, thank cool. you, uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, thank you again, Tom, for coming on. Pleasure. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Perfect. Lovely. Cheers, guys. And on that yeah. bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Excellent, gentlemen. Cheers.